day one of Pittsburgh Steelers camp has come and gone, and there are two or three names that I think stood out more than most. Two or three names that I think we have to start paying attention to. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash All Steelers Talk and subscribe anywhere you get your podcast. Before we start, I got to give a huge shout out to anybody who came up and said what's good or yelled at me from the stands at day one of Pittsburgh Steelers training camp. It's awesome to see you guys. I hope that I didn't miss anybody. If I didn't recognize you at first, I apologize. But uh, like I said, it's all love. I am so thrilled every time I get to see each and every single one of you guys. Let's talk about Pittsburgh Steelers training camp day one. Action started. The teams were on the field. No pads, but I think we got a good glimpse of the positions that we could get a glimpse of. At this time of the year, you are still waiting for the pads to come on, which means that we have no idea what's going to happen with the offensive line. We have no idea how good the running backs look. We have no idea how good the inside linebackers are. It is way too early when you are not playing physical football to understand positions that rely 100% on physicality. We don't know if Broderick Jones is going to be good because until the pads come on, we can't tell if he's going to be good. We have no idea if Isaac Simalu still has enough gas in the tank because the pads are not on or if Cole Holcomb is 100% ready to go or if Keanu Neal is as scary on the football field as he looks in real life. We do not know. We don't know if Jalen Warren's going to be an even bigger stud or if Najee Harris is ready to be the next Derrick Henry. Those questions will come on Tuesday when the Steelers put pads on. For right now, there are a few positions that we could identify. The receiving game is the big one. The passing game is obviously the other. And there are a few names, three of them to be exact, that I think we have to start paying attention to. Elijah Riley went off, had an interception to end the first team period of training camp day one, which I keep talking about this guy, and I'm telling you again, He's going to make the roster, and chances are he's going to win the starting job as a slot nickel. But there are two more names that emerged and seem to be over him in the depth chart right now. I think there are a long four weeks ahead of us, and I think Elijah Riley, by the time it's over, has all the skills that you need to fill that position for what the Pittsburgh Steelers are looking for. But as of right now, Duke Dawson and Trey Norwood appear to be the favorites for the Steelers in the slot. I talked to Trey today after practice, and he said that he feels very confident there playing safety the last two seasons and playing in this defense for the last two years. He feels very, very comfortable with everything that's going on, and he understands it 100%. I think that does give him an advantage in this. You have a guy that at this point is a veteran. He's one of two or three guys in the secondary that have been here as long as he has, which is only three years. So you're looking at a guy who is very comfortable, has experience on the team, which always helps, and is versatile. He came into the NFL with corner, with safety experience. Now you could utilize both of those in a position that I think does utilize both of them. When you're playing the nickelback, you need to be able to know the defense like a safety, play like a corner, also play a little bit like a linebacker, which I think that is the only part that he might lack is the physicality. I don't know if he has that coming off the edge, but I think the Steelers can work with it. And I think that they're trying to figure out if he is their best option in the slot. They like Trey Norwood. They understand how intelligent this guy is. They would very much so like it to work out in his favor. But Duke Dawson took first team reps today right from the jump. He was the first slot out on the football field. He never came off during 
team one, our first team reps, unless Trey Norwood was also on the field. It wasn't Chandon Sullivan. It wasn't Elijah Riley. And it wasn't Patrick Peterson. It was Duke Dawson, the guy who spent last season on the practice squad, a former Florida standout, never really panned out in the NFL with the Denver Broncos and everywhere else that he tried to play. Maybe he's the answer here for the Steelers. They like how versatile he is, how athletic he is. They think that he has good ball skills. The Steelers have high hopes for a guy like that, a guy that could just play football. You ask Omar Khan or Mike Tomlin what they think of a guy like Duke Dawson, and it's simple. He's a good football player, and that means a lot for a team like the Pittsburgh Steelers when they are just simply looking to fill a gap with the best possible option. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I didn't think Duke Dawson was a name to watch in this competition. I kind of viewed him as, eh, he's there. He's going to be a part of this. But in the long run, I don't think he could hold up with a guy like Elijah Riley or Trey Norwood or Chandon Sullivan, who all have experience in the NFL, who have all started games in the NFL and seem to contribute a little bit more than Dawson has in the past. But maybe I'm wrong. Everybody gets a second chance in the NFL. I shouldn't say that. Most people don't get a second chance in the NFL. But those who do and make the most of it, those stories are the best. Duke Dawson might be in for his second chance with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm not 100% certain, but I do know that he got first-team reps, and I think that's huge. Those are my two names to watch on defense. I look at both of those guys. Somebody got a little bit excited there. I look at both of those guys, and I say that either one of them starting wasn't my ideal option. I look at this and say Elijah Riley is still my favorite because I think he possesses everything that the Steelers are looking for. He's very capable in coverage. Example A. He came up with an interception today against Mitch Trubisky, possibly Mason Rudolph. I wasn't watching, but I do know that Elijah came up with an interception because that's the part of the play that I did witness. Huge. He's got all the physicality off the edge. He's a natural blitzer, which is exactly what the Pittsburgh Steelers love to see in the nickel. I just think that he fits exactly what the Steelers are trying to mold whoever plays that position into. That being said, Trey Norwood emerging could be a sleeper. And one that could become a very quick favorite for the Steelers. One that I think that they will want to carry into the season. They love Trey Norwood. Like I said, they drafted this guy with huge expectations. Even if he was a seventh round pick, they looked at Trey Norwood as somebody who could turn into a Cam Sutton. I don't think that ever happened. But maybe if he could play the slot and he could play it well, that's exactly where the Steelers are looking for him to be. Now let's go to the offense. And the big name. Well, that big name is Anthony McFarlane. He's not a guy that anybody wants to talk about. He's not a guy that anybody wants to hear about, but he proved once again why he is considered the heavy favorite for the RB3 spot. He was used in the slot. He was used in the backfield. He was used out wide. He caught a couple of passes. He smoked Cole Holcomb down the sideline. He's just a guy that has exactly what the Steelers are looking for in a third running back, and that is versatility. Why did Benny Snell hold a job as long as he did? Because he did everything outside of running the football very well. He could pass block. He could catch. He could play special teams. Anthony McFarlane can catch the football. He could play special teams, and you could put him wherever you want to on the football field, and he can make a play. That's what makes Anthony McFarlane 
dangerous. That's why he's a fourth round pick. That's why the Steelers have kept on his kept on to him, excuse me, for as long as they have. They look at Anthony McFarlane as a guy that if you need him in a clutch situation or in a crunch situation and everybody else is done, just like he did against Indy last year, he could come out and he can make some plays. And if you need him to line up wide and spread the offense, he could do so. If you need him to play in the slot, he could do so. If you need him to make some magic on special teams, he could do so. Anthony McFarlane possesses all the skills that the Pittsburgh Steelers have been looking for. It's now about putting those skills on the table. The thing about Anthony McFarlane is that the Pittsburgh Steelers don't really have the competition behind him for him to necessarily be beat out. He's got to lose it. And I think that's the biggest thing is you talk about the running back three and you talk about where the Pittsburgh Steelers stand with Anthony McFarlane and whoever's behind Jalen Warren. It comes down to can Alfonso Graham or Darius Haggins or Jason Huntley just explode onto the scene, just like Jalen Warren did a year ago. But at the same time, even if there is plenty of excitement, even if we want to hype up these undrafted rookies as much as we possibly can, you have to look at them and have to say, chances are you're not going to get that two years in a row. If you do, great. And the Pittsburgh Steelers running back core just got way better than it was. But if you don't, Anthony McFarlane is your reliable backup. He is your plan that should have emerged two years ago, struggled. And where his struggles stem from, I agree with. He doesn't have the best vision. He seems to be working on it. And you saw a glimpse of that against Indy last year. You saw how much better he got than in years past. But he was a raw talent coming into the NFL. Very, very raw. He didn't have much experience in Maryland. He kind of just made the jump into the league because he knew that he was talented enough to and that he had the raw physical traits that you were looking for. He's got to put that together. But again, Alfonso Graham, Darius Haggins, Jason Huntley, if they don't shock the world and really compete for possibly even Jalen Warren's job, it's hard to say that either of them are going to be trustworthy enough to break in as RB3. Now, I will say this. In my 53-man roster, I have Alfonso Graham joining the running back group ahead of Anthony McFarland. And I just think that a spark here and a guess at which undrafted rookie is going to make this team, he is your best bet. He's able to return kicks and punts. He's as fast as they get. He could run well. He's got good stats coming out of an HBCU. I just look at him overall as a guy that if you're going to take a guess and you're going to take a shot in the dark at somebody, he's going to be the one. But if you're going to stay steady and safe, which is what an NFL team thinks, they think what is the most reliable option? We are not trying to find a needle in a haystack unless we see how shiny that needle is. If we find it, awesome. If we don't find it, we're not going to push, push the issue. Anthony McFarlane, he's the safest bet they have. He looks good. Day one, he's one of three standouts that easily surpassed everybody else. And I think that uh, I think that gives him a pretty good leg up in the competition. 